Welcome to Killer Cuts and Sick Tapes. Welcome to uh, Killer Kits and Sick Tapes. Uh, we have a guest this week. Uh, so prepare for a slightly longer, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably a little bit longer, you know. Uh, it's going it's to be Mad Fister with, uh, guest, with our guest, Ryan. Yes. yes. What is going on, fellas? It is nice to be a guest here and to contribute to the fun show. Sweet. Yep. Yep. And uh, you're going to be uh, when when uh, binge watched eventually starts getting uh, posted. You'll be on that. So I was about to say we've done one so far, uh, record wise. I in the next show on docket. I need to watch still. So thanks Excellent. for reminding me. <laughs> Excellent. I, I went right over my head. Hey, uh, hey Ryan, what so, album are we talking about today? So when you see the three of us, three midwestern white guys. You would never expect this album. We're going to be talking about Kesha's Rainbow. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, that Kesha's came out Rainbow. in 2017. Yep, 2017. So why did you pick this one? So the two reasons. Number one, I've told you both this. I wanted to subvert expectations. I was, I'm like, I don't want to just pick a, like, because my, my gut was like, let's do, I, I was like, let's do the Eminem show, because that was my first big album that I like destroyed in my life, but I'm like, no, every a lot, enough people are talking, enough people have talked about Eminem, enough people are talking about like rap and other types of music that I would have probably went first choice. What album meant a lot to me? And when this album came out, it was 2017. I was in a bad place. I was like, still like really depressed and really down. And my work situation, I had gotten a job at this point but it, I was still unhappy with it and I didn't know how school was going to go. So I'm like, I was really down. So I was like, this album came out. Kesha had always been a guilty pleasure of mine because her stuff before this is very poppy, like party girl stuff. And then the struggles with her, I was like, okay, let's give it a listen. I loved it. So one subvert expectations and two, it came to me in a really important time in my life. And it was actually really helpful to me. Wow, that's that's crazy. Cause like I I had never listened to this project before. And then all of a sudden I listened to it and I was expecting like the party girl pop stuff. Like I know she went through a lot of stuff with the record label and producers like sexually assaulting her and stuff. And and she battled to get out of her record deal so she could keep making music. And you know, she lost the that court battle. Yeah. And, and so was... she so she had to actually like make this project. And I was I was so surprised when I listened to it that it wasn't a poppy, crazy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, was, no, it's because because the infamous Dr. Luke, in my opinion, did what he did with her career to make it easier for people to not believe. Like she had, she's always been a mute. She's always the little bit the stuff that I know. She's always loved music. She's always wanted to do something with music. And when she made, when she got on to the scene and Dr. Luke discovered her, I really believed he created the party girl image to make it easier for people to believe that she wasn't assaulted and that this was just a girl who was unhappy with the situation. 
I, I could definitely see it being manipulated that way. Wow. What? Yeah, I, I would have never thought that. That's a hell of a take. Let's be because let's be real with the music industry. There's it's full of scumbags. That's a, that's just an unfortunate thing about music is the better you are at something, the more tolerant. Yeah, Watch your you mouth, Ryan. Watch your mouth. I'm in the music business. Watch it, no, I'm just okay, and then you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, man. God. <laughs> bail, bail. It's full of bad people, and that's yes. Why. It's any industry. It's not just music. Any, it's, well, media has a magnet for scum. Yes, it, and it's it's just like a rule of life where if you're really good at something, you can get away with stuff. And, and Doctor Luke is much as. He's an awful human being. Can pick a star and make one. Exactly, and that's where uh, it's I, weird, and it's just also I much prefer her post Doctor Luke. Like I can still listen to her old stuff as guilty pleasures, but it's a guilty pleasure. It's just something to listen to while I'm cutting the grass or I'm just trying to get through the gym. Her Rainbow album, I legitimately see the beats and the theme that she was trying to get and i really connect to it on a personal level whereas her first two albums were just they're just pop there is a collection of pop songs uh, whereas, to me this yeah. is pink's first album to her second album yeah because yeah. she started out is completely fabricated and then did misunderstood after right and then it slowly became an actual artist over time uh, she actually passed up on a Dr. Luke song that ended up being sung by Kelly Clarkson. I was listening to Song versus Song uh, the uh, this week, and that was brought up. Dr. Luke was brought up, and I'm like, oh, that's awkward. Well, no, and just you look at Dr. Luke, it's like you brought up Pink. There's also Avril Lavigne. There's Katy Perry. The, he has a track record of going after these pretty girls and trying to create star pop stars out of them and where there's always been rumblings but no one has had the courage to come out and say what's happened like mm -hmm. I, I don't think pink has ever said anything or levine or katie perry katie perry probably will never say anything because katie perry i think is in on it to where she's like yeah i became a giant pop star out of it and i've made a career out of it it's okay i i would have agreed up until i listened to chain to the rhythm that's a bit of a weird one for her. Yeah. Um, um, but let's get out. Let's let's screw Dr. Luke. We're going to talk about yeah. Kesha because you just feel like this sense of relief in this album that she is free of it. And um, do you want to start like going through track by track? Yeah. Let's 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 start. Um, I, I got a question. What was your favorite song and what's the song? What's the song that resonated with you the most? So my favorite song like that I could, just can listen to repeatedly, I love Godzilla. It's, it's, oh. it's two minutes. It's so much fun. It's simple. Wow. Wow. And, and, wow. I, can just, and I just, oh, great. I love the reaction. I'm not saying it's a great, like, oh, out of this park song. I just really enjoy it. But the one that resonated with me the most was probably Rainbow. All right, yeah, I can see that. We 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 both can probably agree with that. We actually, I actually have a. Re there's a reason for that. Yeah. So uh, Zach, just based on your reaction, how do you feel about about Godzilla? There is only one song called Godzilla. God damn it! And it is by Blue Oyster Cult. Okay, and you know what? There's probably a reason it's called Godzilla. Her mom wrote that song, so 
Her mom was probably a fan of Blue Oyster Cult. I just, it's, it's a simple track. It's not groundbreaking by any stretch of the imagination. I, I, I just get upset because Blue Oyster Cult gets swept under the rug all the time. Oh, no, you're, no, right, no, trust me. Like, Blue, everybody, like, everybody knows one of their songs. They just don't know they know it. Well, when I think of Blue, before I discovered them, it was literally one song that I knew. The uh, one that every, the one that everybody knows. Uh, don't Fear the Reaper? Yes. And then I was like, I like this. I, I think it was like in middle school. And I told my dad, I'm like, oh, I like this song. He's like, oh, let me show you. And then I just was inundated in the greatness of Blue Oyster Cult. So I feel your pain, Zach. Because I understand exactly where you're not, coming from. They never got their due. No, they did not. Anger. Uh, so so I, I understand um, the song Rainbow. Like, I really do. Like, that was a, that's a, that's a good song. It's meaningful. It, but in my mind, it was trapped between my two favorite songs on the album. That's fair. Yeah. Those See, are two really soft. Like, this is, here's the thing I told Zach with this album. There are some low points to it yep. where I don't like the songs and I don't really get the choices. But then there are the really good highs that right. make up for it, which is why I appreciate the album so much. So it opens up with Bastards, which I, I, I dig it. It's very much a screw you to a lot of the men in her life. Right, Zach. I, so. I think that a part of at least part of the concept and wording is a little bit ripped off. Oh, sure, <laughs> definitely. Because yeah. yeah. I, I sent you that thing. It's uh, and, and in case you're wondering, it's uh, don't let the bastards grind you down by the toasters. Yeah, where they she sort of just flip flops a couple words in that. Yeah, uh, and that and it's I'm like you were saying like I'm not sure if she knew or not. That like maybe she heard that when she was young. It's it's possible. But. I'm sure it's probably like when you know how somebody's like it's an homage to the song. It's like right. you know, you're you're using homage a little. In yeah. Like let's say it's you're really borrowing a lot from. It. I don't want to say she ripped it off, but I, no. like, like I'm saying, I'm like I don't know. It could have been an unconscious thing. Yeah. Because now that so you know the idea of don't let the bastards grind you down is a pretty common one, but right. Yeah. Hey, Zach, Zach what's what your favorite song? I'm sorry to cut you off, Ryan. What, um, what was your favorite song? I actually, I, I mean, it's, it's a little standard, but I still think Praying is the best one because uh, it, it's the most it's the most put together compo composed-wise to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have a few lyrical issues, but that's just me being picky. Right. Um, no, I, I would probably agree that out of all the songs on the album, that is the most put together, well-made song. I just think I over, I think it got overplayed to where it's like, okay, it's not my favorite anymore because it got played so much. And it was the radio single. It was the one she had to do with the Grammys. It was the one that got played to death. Right. Uh, the, the Grammys are still a thing. Yeah. That was a good performance, though. I just say that's how far away I am from it, so I right. wouldn't even know it was played that much. Yep. Right. No, like, I mean, I, I mean, when you were flipping through, you heard it. Like you heard the song constantly. Like if you listen to the radio, or even if you were on satellite radio, it was constantly on satellite radio too. So yeah, it was overplayed a lot. Um, but I mean, it, it was the most composed, put together, mixed. Um, they really worked hard at that single. They really did. They did, and. Heck, it is still so. I have at my work there is it. It has like base. It's a radio station that's like e meant to be easier music because of where I work. That song comes on, 
I was just blown away when I'm at work and I heard praying. I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, just I just went with it. Um, but I yeah, weird that I like this album so much actually, because the second song is probably my least favorite song. Um, uh, agreed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't dig. I don't dig it. I don't dig it. Uh, all of all of us, I think, are in agreement that the songs featuring Eagles of Death Metal don't should work. not have been on the album. And it's neither party's fault. No, like, and here's that you can't like you can't take it off of this album and give it to Eagles of Death Metal because then it wouldn't work for them. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, yeah, it's a weird it choice. Work. It's, it's like, a weird choice. Like, it's gonna, it's it's it really is a bad bad idea. Yeah, like. It's one of those that's like I I could see it coming out a, a few singles or an EP they put out together that would go under the radar. That'd be fine, you know. Like, you but for it to make the cut of a fourteen track album, no, that's, it's only forty eight minutes long, and this is part of it. I don't so, get it. So no, this is this is probably what happened because this is music business is crazy when it comes to this, right? Is they probably had to pay Eagles of Death Metal a lot of money to even do a song with her. Yeah. And so since they did a couple, because the studio, not the studio, but you know, the record company spent a lot of money to, to get these two together. They probably made sure that they were on the album. Yeah. They, they probably both were like, we don't want this, but because so much money changed hands. Yeah, I would love to ask Kesha, like, is the rainbow, the cut of the album you would like, or are there some tracks maybe missing or tracks that don't belong on it? Cause you're right. She probably doesn't. I hope. I mean, hopefully she doesn't. Because if she says no, I love both songs. I would be a little concerned. Right. So yeah, I mean, probably what she was thinking is is like, yeah, you know, it, if it would have worked better on a different album title. Yeah. I think as somebody who does actually listen to Eagles of Death Metal, I I I actually think you're off base here. Uh, the guys in this band, uh, Josh Hom and Jesse Hughes, they are notoriously uh, screwy for right. everything. Like right. if they 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 have been in headlines, they are they are the type of people that are very hard to control and do not do what people tell them to. So let me ask: Do you think maybe they knew Doctor Luke and they wanted to say "fuck you" to him? No. Okay, because I'm just trying to figure out why they would have done it. Like. I, I, I think they did it just because they probably liked her other songs and just wanted to make a. a song. Okay, I mean she knows because she knows people within the industry. You know, the first time she was like in the public eye, it was an episode of The Simple Life. Yeah, Paris Hilton and that one girl went to her house for an episode of The Simple. Oh Life. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was so weird. Final Richie's daughter. Yeah. So she, she probably Kesha has people. She probably knows people within the industry, and I'm sure you're right. They probably like some of her stuff and like, hey, let's work with her. Yeah, like like they did a there's a, a documentary because they were actually uh, there was an uh, a attack in Paris that they were at, and a documentary done by Colin Hanks with them. So it's like these are not a type of band that just sort of. Like if anything, they aren't after the almighty dollar is not their first and foremost. Yeah, I mean, okay. like in this band, they go by pseudonyms and multiple ones of that, like the devil, Boots Electric, Carlo von Sexron, TB, DP Pete, 
Baby Duck and Zombie Zebra. <laughs> so they they don't really and they're both successful outside of this band. Like Queens right. Josh Homs from Queens of the Stone Age. Right. So and he got and he got Dave Grohl to be on albums with him. So that's it. Yeah, but who who doesn't want Dave Grohl on an album? I'm just saying. I would. I um, like yeah. Dave yeah. Grohl. Super talented. If if I had the opportunity to have Dave Grohl on an album, it would happen. Yep. Uh, I oh, wanted for to, sure. Yeah. I did want to mention uh, about Rainbow. Uh, I don't know if you were aware of this, Ryan, but the composition was done by Ben Folds. I don't know who Ben is, but I'm going to trust you on it. Is uh, like Ben Folds Five? Sound familiar? I'm, I I just pulled him up. He doesn't really ring. I, music is not my forte as uh, much as you guys. Um, but holy crap, he's worked with a ton of people. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Wow. He, he is he is one of those people that's like a genius level composer. Uh, he's worked with authors like he's worked with Neil Gaiman on interesting things. Yeah, awesome. How weird does that sound? Like he right. Yeah, that's- that's dope. No, this he seems like a cool dude, and you see yeah. all the people he's worked with. And when you go to his page, there's no controversies, which is nice. Is like it, you, you don't want to like click on somebody and think they're cool, and then like this big section about controversies. So <laughs> he's to me, he's one of those people that I, this is the reason Rainbow is so good is it's two people being the best at what they're the best at. Yeah. So Ben, so let me from what I've heard from you, Ben really knows his shit. So if he's going to work with somebody, he knows that they know what they're doing. Right. Cool. That's dope. But, but yeah. another, another thing about Ben is, is that everything that he touches turns to gold. Yeah. Well, this album was a big platinum. hit. It was platinum, I believe. Yeah. Yes. So it, it definitely did really well. It never got to number one, but that's okay. It's hard to become number one. Hey, look, look, Drake is going to sit his fat ass all over the charts forever at this point. God, he, Drake's going to be insufferable for the next couple weeks. Oh yeah, especially yeah with the yes. Raptors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, I'm, I know just I know uh, Zach wouldn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> it, it's sports related. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm. Oh God, yeah, you don't care about it, and Drake's Raptors took out the Bucks, and you care zero percent, right? He mentioned that something happened with the Bucks, and I'm like, we here generally don't even care. Yeah, uh, even it, forget they're a team. I would love to have Milwaukee right now. We, My yeah, teams have been terrible. Yeah, but I mean, if it's not the Green Bay Packers, it doesn't make sense. In it's either that, them or the Brewers are talked about. Uh, that's it. Hey, all right, let's get off sports. <laughs> I'm just glad the Brewers don't suck for once. Yes, me too. Actually, um, they just went to the National League pennant, man. They don't suck. They they're good. <laughs> look, look, it, it, it's it's been a hard road. All right, all right, I'll give like, you that. The Reds actually have like clout and classicness to them, and they're kind of classy. Milwaukee bu- Brewers are like the anti that. Well, well, yeah, because yeah. they're called the Brewers. Right. It's, every time a home run was hit at the old stadium, the mascot would slide into a pitcher of beer. Which is so classy for me. I'm not classy, so I love that. Oh yeah, but I, I'm just I'm just saying, like you know, you get over it. Um, yeah. uh, back to back to the album. Uh, yeah, I fucking love woman. 
I am so happy because that is not a song that I, I was like, okay, he might like woman. I'm glad you love it. I uh, it's a good song, man. And no, it's a really good song because she matches the Dap King horns perfectly. It's one of the songs where she doesn't hold back. Where like some of no. like the songs on this on this album, she holds back way too much. Yes, and this is the one where she does the opposite, and th that is why I love it. Like it actually. It it has a kick and a tempo and a pulse. Oh yeah, this is. I think this was the second single, and there's a reason this was the second single. Oh no, actually, it was the third one. I, I actually love wow. the part where she like goes off mic for a minute, talking to her friend and stuff, and then comes back. Yeah, like, no. that is the, that is exactly the attitude. This I, I love that attitude from her. Yeah. No, trust me. It, okay, so let me ask. When she's taught, there's parts that there for a long time. I thought she was talking about getting a blunt. That's not, that is not what she's saying, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm a motherfucking woman, baby. That's right. I don't need a man to be holding me. And there's a part I'm, I'm blanking like an idiot. I, I had to click, I had to go to the lyrics. I thought for the longest time she's talking about a blunt, and then somebody's like, no, she's not talking about a blunt, you fucking idiot. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. The, Here, you talk about your love of it while I look up the lyrics. Yeah, it's uh, my love of it. A lot, a lot of it just has to do with the kick. It's, it's my. This is what may have set expectations for the rest of the album that it just couldn't hold up to, yeah. because one of my problems with modern pop music is actually that it, the tempo and that it doesn't, it doesn't actually do a hit anymore and just kick it into high gear. There's just like a small drop or something. Mm -hmm. So uh, I found the lyrics. So it's, um, don't buy me a drink. I make my money. Don't touch my weave. Don't call me honey. I thought it, she said, don't touch my weed for the longest time. Yep. <laughs> I was like, wow. She, she's just like open about that. Cool. No, Ryan. And well, out, like, no, Ryan. She's from California. It's been legal there since like the sixties. That's true. <laughs> but no, I uh, no, and no, I really song. It's so much. You're right, Zach. It it has so much to it that just it's it, it, it's the powerhouse of the album for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Tim is uh, mediocre to me. Nothing. I I like it, but. You know, I'm I'm like a whore when it comes to music. If it's got a if it's got a good beat and it's not ter it's the lyrics make sense, I, I'm easily pleased. So I get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this just in. Ryan is a whore. Um. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am a musical whore. So we get we get we we will see Ryan at a at a dance club near you. Find Ryan <laughs> at a dance club near you. <laughs> Whoring his body to um, some whatever the latest music. single is, whatever, whatever, what? whatever David Guetta has decided to vomit this morning. Whoa, 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 whoa! Um, I, I may be a whore, <laughs> but David Guetta's where I crossed the line. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so shockingly enough, like I probably so I first listened to this this project what a couple weeks ago, Zach, when you mm -hmm. when yeah, you gave it to me weeks ago, and then um. So I was, uh, I was listening to it this week and I, you know, I, I was going through some shit this week. Right. And like, I, you can't listen to an album like this when you're going through some shit. I mean, it, it, it does, it does that to you. Right. Because, cause like 
my favorite song on the album is called Finding You. And the, oh, yeah. And the reason being is, like, I was driving to work the other day, and I'm listening to it, you know, and A, I was so tired, and B, I was just, you know, going, right? And then I got to this, and it, it stopped me. I'm like, what the f And so I had to, I replayed it, like, probably 10, 15 times the rest of the way to work because it was just like it caught my attention and it made a lot of sense to me yeah it um we can just go because i think we all agree praying is the best of the album that's the song that everybody blew up on we can jump that and go to finding you i agree with you right finding you just just I, it's just something about it where like i said at the time in my life i was not sure what i wanted and i wasn't sure how to get what i wanted so listening to that really did help me. Zach, how did you feel about it? Um, I felt nothing. Yeah. That's he, okay. felt, he felt I, nothing. We talked about it. But, but me, it was like, you know, I can see like when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're in it, like when you're talking to a chick or when a chick's talking to you, like I can see that conversation happening. You know what I'm saying? Like if you like, if you actually absolutely like fall head over heels, for somebody, I could see you saying something like that. Yeah. You know what I, I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Uh, it's just something about it. Uh, you know, the fear, you know, Zach knows some of my fears. So it's like, you know, the fear for me of like losing the person that I love. And it's like, well, hopefully the greater universe allows me to keep finding her. So right, it's exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. 100%. I know. Ex I've, I, I feel that shit. You and know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. say this, and it's going to be just weird. I immediately thought of Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Yes! 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 And <laughs> that kind of killed it for me, because uh, I don't like those characters. No, I, I you know what? But damn, she, we, Kesha might be a secret comic book fan, because when you say that, I think that song, if there's a pair of characters, those two... Because that's their whole story, is they keep dying and being resurrected and finding each other. See, and so, one yeah. of the things that I don't understand, because that sounds like hell to me. Like, like that's the thing. This this sounds comforting to you guys. It sounds like absolute, like, me and Ryan have polar opposite fears. Yeah. He has a fear of death. I have a fear of living forever. That sounds a million times worse to me. Right, but so so but this, what this song means to me though, right, is when you absolutely find something that makes you 100% happy, you know, eventually it's going it, to something's going to happen. And and it's just the the possibility of getting it back and always getting it back and mm -hmm. always so like like for instance, like think of two married a married couple that's been married for like 60 years, right? Yeah. Or or even like they they find each other late in life and they're like in their fifties and sixties and and they uh, get completely and one of they die right yeah but they didn't have much time together so they know that they're gonna try and find some you know it gives them hope that they can do it again which Zach I totally get what where this song for you would be like a nightmare scenario to you because for you that's it, not what you want and that's it, totally fine I get it and I, it's. It's interesting because you bring the old person comparison and uh, my grandparents, it's like they, my grandmother died at like 60 and my grandfather died at like 80. That's 
that's a long time. That's uh, a big gap. But at the same time, they never they never had that like the, this this wistfulness or anything about it. It was yeah. always like that's it. That's the thing. Like stuff like that is treated so frankly in my family. It's very hard for me to understand the sentiments. Yeah, uh, that's part of that's part of your life's journey. So it's like that's yeah. how you that's where you got it. So yeah, because it's like when my grandpa died, it's like we didn't tell you know grand you know anything about that. We're like. No, he's in the ground, and then they asked how the caskets work, and then we told them, and that's it's just it's that frank and that blunt yeah. with yeah, us, no. and that's um, uh, and you can see how it's like with somebody like that finding you just doesn't hold I, much. Now, how do you feel? Because we did, we ac- I accidentally jumped over a song. Well, how do you feel about learn to let learn to let go? Then, so finding you is something you don't feel agree with. How do you feel about learn to let go? I. I do. I I agree with the sentiments of the song. Okay. I don't think it's executed very well lyrically. Okay. Yep. I feel like, I feel like I feel there's too much attachment for a let go song. Yeah, an album like this maybe, but I think she made it very for the fact she's trying to let go of what she was. You know, if, if this is just have, helps her exercise some mental demons, then it is totally worth it. Like yeah, this, this album like I will give most things a pass if it's just if it's mediocre just because it helped her get through some trash like there's a reason like like certain albums are the way they are yeah and sometimes the because the artist was going through hell right it's because the artist was up on their throne and were too big to realize they're making garbage i mean they're like what the, how how the artist is living their life is very important yeah. to how the art turns out. I think there could be like a real like when you think about the tra- so we if we go from praying to learn to let go to finding you to rainbow those four songs right there have a very kind of clear like she's trying to let go of herself she's you know the praying praying away to find solace in her own in her life outside of it and then. Yeah. You know, finding then finding something to care about. So it's this weird. I need to get rid of myself. I'm praying I never have to deal with you again. And then hopefully, find, and then maybe she has. I don't know if she. I don't know if she's in a relationship, but maybe she has found somebody like that. I, so I still think this. The top. The, I do. The only thing problem I do have with praying is is the uh, the double entendre on it. That's a problem. Okay. I don't. I don't know if you know what I mean. I am blank. Okay, so explain it to me, because okay. Uh, let me put it to you this way: Bad Religion has a song called "Don't Pray on Me." Okay, and it's spelled P-R-A-Y because it's a double entendre. Hoping that he is praying P-R-E-Y sounds bad, mm-hmm. and that I feel like maybe we could have found a better word. Just because that double right. entendre can can screw it up a bit. Because okay. as since it's an audio, since it's audio, uh, when something t- when two words have very different meanings but sound the same, it, it can it can screw with a lot of pro- a lot of things. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think it's so very clear, like what the message of praying is. Oh, I believe the I, message is very clear. I just. Yeah. I'm just Which, by the way, I, since we're talking, the video for it is dope. 
Oh, my guy. Visually, I think it is. I don't know if you guys went and watched it. The Prang music video, I think, is really well done. I'll I'll, I'll go watch it once we get uh, into the show. I watched. Uh, I, I actually like the woman video more. Oh yeah, no, the oh, I love the the woman videos pro, out of all the ones that she did. Because yeah. I think she only did like two or three. I think she did yeah. three or four. I think we can both just say, uh, "Boogie feeds terrible." Oh yeah, God, oh, no, yeah. I don't like it. And it played like, and it was weird because I went to a show, I went to a concert, and it played, and everybody was excited, and I was like, "Yeah, this song is not for me." I don't know why she can kick it so hard on on woman and on praying. But she doesn't bring any of the energy to to the Eagles of Death Metal songs whatsoever. Right. It's it's weird. I don't know what to tell you on that one. It, Maybe it's and and unless it was that it was uh she she didn't maybe the the music didn't was too hard i don't know but yeah you're right there was zero emotion on on those from her i kind of wonder if if she had a second go around with the eagles of death metal if it would be better i think she probably it's been long enough since the album's been out she could probably recognize that those two songs are kind of the weaker parts of the track and could get with another try could probably do it better yeah maybe maybe she was intimidated i mean that's fair she's she's a young woman she's not of seasoned vet like a lot of you know she's compared to them they've you know she's only 32 eagles death metal been doing it for how long zach i mean the individually they've been doing it since like 80s exactly so they've been uh, they've so, been in the music game longer than she's been alive yeah right. so like maybe this is all speculative um we well, don't I mean, yeah like well I would say Josh Hom, especially just because he's some like he's a he's definitely not a good person, but he's good at what he does, I'd say. Right. Um yeah. like uh he did like he like Queens of the Stone Age, them Crooked Vultures, and Caius was like his earliest band, and they were like one of their they were like the pinnacle of stoner metal, except for one album I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he. When he was fourteen in nineteen eighty seven, he formed a a punk rock influenced heavy metal band. Yeah, so that's pretty. Uh, that's yeah. That's yeah. She probably wouldn't have any clue. These yeah, guys, um, like, like I can't imagine working with like hard rock stars and not being in the genre. That would seem like the yeah. That would be in, in, very in, intimidating. Yeah, for sure. Well. I mean, for me and you, Zach, we've never worked in it, so of course it would be intimidating. <laughs> well, I mean, I I have spoken to like, uh, I ended up buying my DRI patch from the lead singer of DRI. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> but it's awesome. like, but it's like you know, I, I and like of local guys who play metal and stuff, I can talk to them just fine. But it's also like, I cannot imagine my mom doing that. Right. She would be very awkward. Probably right. scared, you know that kind of thing. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. No, I think the both both songs with the Eagles of Death Metal just didn't work out. Um, Hunt on I, I Hunt on You to me is perfectly fine. It it never caught my attention when I was really listening to the album. I never was like, I need to listen to Hunt for You again. Did either you did that song hit for either of you two or? So so the the reason it hit for me is because I, I I've had I've had women say that to me. <laughs> the, the, the hunt you're talking about hunt you down right yeah 
Yeah, I've, I've, I've actually had someone tell me that. Like, if, nice. if, if you break my heart, I will hunt you down. Yeah. Like, it's like to me, it's perfectly serviceable, but it does not make it never. I never listen to it repeatedly. Honestly, I'd say emotionally, maybe I could see liking it, but I'd say it's, it's, I'd say a little underserviceable almost to me. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it fit the track listing. Yeah, because no, no, that one really doesn't fit the track. Like, a lot. I think I think me and Brian coming off from Wasted Mind, which is a full on like concept album to this kind of thing, is it, it's it's very hard to go back to. No, I understand because while there's there is a clear like sense of rebirth with this album for her it's not every, every not every song is a part of it um right. and that's where you'll get the dips i like i didn't like boots at all nope 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 uh, it didn't and, work. Uh, i i didn't. know you dislike Do- the dolly parton one and i get it yes <laughs> me and me and country music do not get along i don't get well if you're going to have dolly parton who's got a great voice do do something better Right, and I like the song, but I acknowledge I'm like, yeah, this is not. You have it, somebody like Dolly Flippin' Parton, like, who I don't like country music, uh, but she's talented. You're more open to it than I am, because I mean, you went to go see a Star Is Born, and I went, oh, they changed it to country music. Guess I'm not seeing that now. <laughs> That's how that went. That uh, no, you would have hated the, the new Star Is Born because it's like Bradley Cooper's country, and then they try to turn. Gaga into pop, so yeah, no, you would have had a very hard time watching that movie. Yeah, because I mean, like, I saw the originals. In, yeah, those are good. Well, I don't know what happened with that other. Like, I, I've heard Gaga is a good actress. She's, she's getting better. <laughs> with each performance, she is learning on the job. There is her first couple of times acting. You, you can tell it's somebody learning, and then it's like, hey. Now she's getting. I still wouldn't have given. Like some people were saying, she should have won the Oscar. I wouldn't have given her the Oscar in a heartbeat. Um, no, I don't. But no, back to. I don't understand. You get Dolly Parton. You kind of need to really knock that out of the park when you got somebody like that, right? Um, because that. So so a lot of times though. Uh, it's gonna sound. This is gonna sound really bad though. In, sure. in, in the music business, what you do is you'll try and get somebody from a genre that has like. Is super fans like even even like locally, right? For like, I tried to get like the local heroes to get on a project with me, and usually those songs didn't work out. But their fans would listen to it because it had them on it. Yeah. So that's how that sounded to me. Is there? She was trying to get Dolly's fans to appreciate what she was doing. Now, and honestly, that is, I don't know that there is that much of a gap between the two that it even would have mattered. Like, yeah, but I, I mean... Dolly Parton's known well enough that it's like you're not like... I think you got... I think when you get the phone call that Dolly Parton is willing to do a song with you, you do it. Right. Because yeah. she is massive. Like, yes. she has a massive following and then I think what what you brought up is true that it's like maybe the song doesn't work, but she has those fans. They're going to listen. I would love to see how many people have listened to that song versus like the rest of the album. And like, maybe there is a spike of Dolly Parton fans who put it, put it in their playlist on Spotify. Um, I'm looking at the, the thing it says P Siebert wrote part of this. Uh, that'd be your mom. 
Uh, which one? The of Old Flames. Yes, that is, P. Siebert is her mom. So that means it was co-written with her and, and Hugh Moffat, which would probably be why they worked together. Yep. So that would explain why the track exists. Maybe, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe her mom is her connection. Like maybe her mom knows a ton of these people, yeah. and that would make sense. I'd love to meet her mom. She sounds like an interesting lady. Uh, uh, we're going to skip over Godzilla, so I don't rage at you again. Um, that's okay. Um, we we did skip over Rainbow, and I don't know if that was on purpose because that is we didn't really skip over because we both talked about it. Like that Ben Folds did it, and it's like yeah, we 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 we, we dove into that one quite a bit. That's, that's why we skipped it. Okay, that's cool. Wank ourselves all over it, all over again. You got it. You got it. Now we are to the last track, which I think I don't know how you guys feel about it. I really dug this track i think it's a good way to end the album and your face kind of makes me think no i honestly just sheer confusion so the, sp <laughs> the what so the spaceship um what confused it about you because i'm curious i'm confused why she ended the album on it right uh because it's like it, it, this is going through this whole renewal thing and then we're in Star but, Trek. Without leaving us to, I I think it's she's renewed and she's leaving the petty bullshit that is this world is kind of what she is saying. I I know she's like what I know her mom is a hippie star child, so she's probably a little hippie yeah. star child herself. That's her fine. mom did help write the song, so yeah. I and I have I have no problem with sci-fi in music. I am yeah. a noted sci-fi guy. I, I mean, there, some of my favorite albums have sci-fi elements. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Geezer Butler uh, of Black Sabbath, his solo band, Geezer, does some... He actually has a song called About the Cybermen. That sounds awesome. And yeah, like, like, and if, if you know what that is, then, you, then you're in the know on science fiction. <laughs> um, so, I guess it's because I was just... By the time we get to this point in the album, I am so jazzed up from it because yeah. I just really dug it to where I don't, because when you say it, I'm like, it really doesn't fit with the rest of the album. No, no. It should have been her, her it should have been Kesha's sci-fi album is where the song probably should have went. I, I would, I would totally buy a Kesha sci-fi album. That's pure sci-fi. That would be fun. So, I, so yeah. the way I'd say this song is like, I understand what you got, what you're saying, saying Zach, that it, it doesn't, it doesn't fit, but I think what she's doing with this is like, all right, so I had to do this album to get everything off my chest, and this is what I'm doing next. So it's like a, a precursor to her next project. I, I totally could see that. because it, it, it depends on where her next project is. Exactly, which I don't even know what her next next project is. I have She's been doing her tours. Like she did, her, she did the Rainbow Tour for this album, and then she did a tour with Macklemore, which I was not going. I went to see her. Rainbow Tour, I wasn't going to pay money for the Macklemore one because it was outrageous. And I'm like, I'm not paying money because you are you have fucking Macklemore. I'm not big on Macklemore, sorry. I think he's fine, but yeah, that bugged me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, when, when ticket prices go up by 75% just because of somebody who's like not a super famous person, yeah, that bothers me too. It, yeah, it's, it's annoying. Uh, so I'm not sure what is next for her because now she's been doing this like uh, 
It's called her weird and wonderful rainbow ride where it's like, hey, you want to go on a cruise and catch us there? That's what it is. And I'm not in the market of doing that. I just want to know what what's next for her. You can find out if she's going to go in more of the – it sounds like she's going to end up going more trying to go the whole Beatles-y, trippy route. Which is fine with me. I like trippy. Fine, but it's – I am more interested. If Spaceship ends up being the future, I'm more interested. I, re I hope so. I, I agree with that you because I dug that song so much. If that's what is next for her. I want something with the kick of woman with the concepts of spaceship. That sounds like a wonderful album. That really does. That's what I want. And that I, sounds wonderful. If they, you know, I think we can all agree this album, while a mixed bag, is a lot better than uh, me or Brian would have ever given it credit for. Oh, sure. And it's to me, it's... You know, when you think about her other her her studio albums that she did, Animal and Warrior, it's head and shoulders but better than both those. It is so much more personal, and it speaks to her on a level where she's trying to find herself. I hope that we do. I hope the future is spaceship. I really do. I I know she likes that kind of stuff because she did a cameo role in. A ghost story, which is not a good movie, but it is a trippy movie. I didn't care for it, but I was like, I'm watching it in the theater. I'm like, who the is that fucking? And I googled it when I left. I'm like, holy shit, it's Kesha. So she likes that stuff. She's very star child. She's very trippy. So I, Zach, I hope you're right. I want woman plus concept sci-fi. That would be wonderful. Yeah, and honestly, it's like I just really also hope it just doesn't. I hope that I hope that what what's going on with her legally gets overturned, right? That's, yeah. Just because, I mean, we're going to be reviewing a lot of music, uh, Brian, and uh, artists being screwed over is going to be a theme. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be. Now, what I what I hope is that she doesn't lose sight of this album and she keeps doing soulful songs. Yeah, I'm. I am like very. I am a. I'm afraid. Also, her, the, because of the way she writes, I'm afraid of her kind of almost going Kanye on us. Oh, yeah, I don't think her. Ego, I don't think her ego will ever get. To I, Kanye. I don't think. It's, I don't. No, I don't. With that's the thing. A lot of people say it's ego with him. I think it's more he's just lost touch with <coughs> everything. I don't even think that involves ego. I just think he just lost touch. You know. Right. Hey, this was my grip on reality. Here, it's no more. And that's how we got here. Just because a lot of these songs, the way they're written, remind me of the way Kanye writes his songs. I hope to. I don't. Oh, Zach, you're songs. scaring me. Oh, you're scaring me, Zach. It's, I mean, Brian, back up here. It's 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 yes. It's it's got some Kanye elements to it. Hey, she's gonna, early Kanye. She's gonna be she, early Kanye. Early, early. No, like recent Kanye. Oh. Damn it. Like, she's she, she's going to be shaving like her recent head. Kanye. I don't like recent Kanye. She's going to be shaving her head in like four years. I don't want that. No, don't say that. No. <laughs> she's going to she's gonna, she's gonna have a Britney Spears oh, moment. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, Christ. I No, I've just... To see her, like I said, to have been... I've listened to her since the beginning, and it was it went from a guilty pleasure to legitimately enjoyable album for yeah. me it's where now i'm rooting for her right. to like, succeed to be to grow beyond 
what happened to her and to, because I think she has a lovely voice too. And I think that's part of the reason I like her so much. I think she has a great singing voice. I think, I think she has a good singing voice. She just doesn't know when to use it. Yep. Right. She's very picky about that. And I think it has to do with the Dr. Luke days of having to holster it for certain songs. Like I would, would anyone here say TikTok is a very vocally intensive song? No, no. Would anyone here say that that song kind of is repulsive? Yeah, I would. Oh That's, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. When she, you know, touch my junk. That that that. Is, let me say this: not many of her old stuff is still something I listen to, just because it's got that negative connection. And I think about, and then I, you know, I'm older, so I think about the lyrics more, and I'm like, oh. I, I honestly, if it was just more pure party girl, and I could look at her and be like, yeah, this is who you are. I would have bought into it. I didn't buy her as a party girl. I do buy her more as this though. Yes, me too. She just, is just because of her family. Her, you know, her her history. Like her history isn't bar hopping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because well, everyone knows who her mom is. It's yeah. not the you like if like if Paris Hilton came out with an album that sounded like uh that or like like Cash's first album. All the sense in the world would have been made. Right. You know, like, right. Let's be real. Her early, Kesha's early stuff probably was made for Paris, but Paris has no talent. So we, they had to find somebody with actual talent. Yeah. I have no problem saying that. That well, she, does, she does actually have, you know, an album. I don't want to listen to that. Eric. <laughs> I know. I don't want to, I'm going to just throw a, that out of my mind and never think about it again. Not except I'm going to keep bringing it up now that I know it bothers you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're going to do, we're, we should do a, a review on that one. Uh, oh, man. man. Good luck finding somebody that yeah, likes it. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the problem there. That would be such a train wreck for us. Zach. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Your guys longest episode. Cause you shit on each part. Of it. <laughs> I mean, I think we could literally like you, if YouTube wouldn't censor it, we could literally like print out the lyrics and then use the paper to wipe our asses as we shat. Yes. And I think that would perfectly sum it up. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome art piece, actually. I That's something, I, Ryan, I that you saw where I'm like, why am I finding random pop art in my street? You know? Right. So, yeah, overall, I would say this album was very good, very well written. Um, some things didn't make sense, but it wasn't, um, it, it wasn't bad. Yeah. She also does a lot, like, I'm, I'm looking at her up a little bit more. I'm like, okay, she's actually, she's a, a lot of her stuff. She's done with different artists in mind, which I think is kind of interesting. Like she did it with like the flaming lips and arcade fire in mind with some of her stuff. And I'm like, that makes a lot more sense. Those two bands would have made a lot more sense than the Eagles of Death Metal. Yep. Yep. So, I don't know. Well, guys, I'm glad I took you to a weird place and something that I don't think anybody would expect looking at me. Like, yeah, he's a schlubby guy from Ohio and he likes Kesha. What a world. Yeah, but 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 what you did though, right? In the same token, is like because I would have never listened to it. It's 2019. I didn't even know this album existed really, except for like praying and like 
there's going to be a couple songs that I've added to my good playlist. Like my, like my, you know, like I'm in, I'm in my feelings playlist. Like and, seriously. And uh, this, this, uh, this probably, uh, this is the second time I have had to use what I'm referring to as the uh, brain bleach playlist, where there is songs that were bad enough that I had to go, okay, I need to go listen to Scavenger of Human Sorrow by Death for like an hour. I feel you, brother. But that's like the that's like the 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 lo- really bad ones. That, yeah, right. But like boots, that that immediately like you were talking how you listen to the album as a whole because of the way this is. This is I listen to these as singles because I t- when I listen to it when I go out on walks. Yeah. So I'll listen to a single thing, then I will switch either switch over to something else or I'll listen to it again. Yep. So right. Cool. So, Excellent. Uh, I, I, I can say safely say we may have made an episode, and I will be cutting here. All right. Hey, you gotta, you gotta. Uh, we have to introduce the next, the the next week's album, though. And we yeah. got, and then oh, we got, and then I'm we- gonna leave this in this this whole stupid part in. <laughs> uh, hey. Yeah. No. Next 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 week's album. Uh. Uh. Is uh, kill the wolf be Dolan? <laughs> you told me about kill the wolf. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm and, listen and, to that. And Ryan, thanks a lot for coming in. Thanks a lot for giving us the uh, the the journey of Kesha's rainbow. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. Thank you. And um, uh, yeah. So, is Zach, there anything? Is there anything you're plugging, Ryan? What are you plugging? You no, want to plug nothing. Anything? Well, it, it's not, me it's, and my buddy Tom are working on a podcast. I'm going to reach out to Zach because we're debating on if we want guests or not. So I'll let you know. I'll send you whatever, but I'm not sure when it's going to come out yet. Um, but no, Zach, I'll send you a message because my wife said she has an album that she would be down to talk about if you wanted another guest. Like uh, something Lamb of God related, if that makes you happy. <laughs> that is your question. Hey, and, and now you have the you have the rapper in the room going, oh, Lamb of God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, good luck. She likes rap too, man. She like she listens to more rap than me at this point. So when, hey, when we first it, got together, I introduced I was the one who listened to rap, and she just it was purely metal. And now she's like she listens to everything. So yeah, it's, but it's, Lamb of God like is her favorite. It seems like you guys are a good team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I will see you guys later, Zach. I'll message you her yeah. what what she's thinking, and you let me know whatever that will work. Okay. See you, brother. Yep. Later, man. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye.